Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. I'm Paul Jamison in Atlanta, Georgia, as uh, we are going to talk today about how addition by subtraction saved my lawn care and landscaping business. I'm going to share some stories of how and why I made some big adjustments, pivots in my business, and how that actually took me into a new chapter, a new level in my business, kind of new territory, and uh, really saved my business. If I wouldn't have made some of these changes I'm going to share today, I wouldn't be talking to you today, and uh, my business would have tanked. It was uh, that dysfunctional and that close to failing. However, I made it through, made the appropriate changes, and business is booming. And friends, if this is your first time listening to the Green Industry Podcast, welcome. I'm Paul Jamison, the host. On the other side of the takeout window is my producer, Marty, who you guys probably have heard on the Fullerton Unfiltered Podcast. He is uh, just a staple in the green industry and does a lot of work for Brian Fullerton, Keith Kalfas, myself. And on this show, I share my lawn care business journey as well as interview others to hear their journey in hardscaping, landscaping, lawn care, furt and squirt. If it has to do with the green industry, we cover it. And I really just try to bring fresh new content daily, Monday through Friday, to help you take your business to the next level. We're going on our fall tour here in just a few days. I'm driving over to Missouri and uh, Naylor Taliaferro from LCR Media. He's going to be flying in from Virginia and Marty's staying back with Martha in Georgia. And so how it's going to go is Naylor and I are going to be doing these interviews. As soon as we're done, we're going to send the file to Mr. Producer. He's going to make it into an awesome full episode for your enjoyment. And then uh, we'll get those published every single morning, Monday through Friday at five o'clock AM on all major podcasting platforms. So stay tuned. We got a really cool lineup. We're going to be interviewing the Kansas City gang there with Blake Albertson and Natalie and uh, Danny Lanier, Britt Dowd. I'm going to be headed over to Illinois and uh, Alex Nickens is over there. And then uh, down back to Missouri, we have um, Cameron Duncan. It's going to be cool to hang out with him. And then uh, going to Arkansas where uh, Blake Hoffman, Thorn is from It's His Turf, Kevin Fall River, and then up to Iowa, uh, where Corey Ballard is, and then uh, ultimately to Minnesota, where you have uh, Chance Daily Hustle, Brian Ring, and uh, I'm hoping to stop by Toro as well. They're up there. So there's some more um, twists and turns to the tour than that. That's just a brief little synopsis. Really looking forward to that. Hey, thanks to today's show sponsors, Echo, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, the Hardscape Academy, and the Entrepreneur Academy. We're going to be hearing from them in just a little bit how they can help you take your business to the next level. I want to let you know about the Launchpreneur Academy, uh, the live event. There's only 60 seats left as of last week. So that's going to be less at this point. And once those sell out, unfortunately, they sell out with the fire marshal and all the legalities with the COVID-19. And they just opened up a new phase in Michigan that allows you to meet in event centers, but they got limited capacity with the laws regulations. So Brian needs to be compliant with all of that. So there's only a certain amount of seats left, tickets left. So register over there at the Entrepreneur Academy and uh, make sure you, if you want to go, that you get in while it's still available. And as always, friends, thank you for the ratings and reviews and Apple Podcasts. Southern Scape Lawn Care says refreshing, drops five stars. By the way, you got to leave five stars if you're going to get a shout out on the Green Industry Podcast. He says, nice to hear a godly man doing great in business and being proud of his faith. Thank you for helping us with inspiration and advice. Well, you are certainly welcome, Southern Scape Lawn Care. 
All right, we're going to dive right into this. I think it's going to be super helpful. You know, I heard it said one time that we don't know how dysfunctional we really are until we get around somebody who is functional. That's exactly what happened in my lawn care business. I actually thought I was doing well. I worked in a gated community. I was going to the bank with, you know, five, six, seven thousand, eight thousand dollar deposit checks on jobs I was doing. And I was working like crazy. I mean, I know what it is to leave when it's dark and get home when it's dark and to put a full day's work in and just emails and phone calls coming in with future work and just busy, 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 but dysfunctional and not even knowing it. And so some of you have heard this story before, but I had a friend who worked for Brightview. He had built a business, sold a business, and also worked for another company that does north of $10 million a year. And uh, now he's back to running his own company. Just kind of entrepreneur's you kind of got to have your own deal <laughs> kind of thing. It's a control issue. But nevertheless, this dude is very, very wealthy. I'm not going to tell you his net worth on the episode. However, you know, I go to his home and there's a, you know, brand new truck paid for in cash, no car payments. You know, there's a, the RV type thing that uh, he goes camping in, paid for in cash, wealthy fella. Okay. Well off, financially independent, successful in business. And as he begins to explain to me the structure and the framework of his business, I'm just sitting there like, man, I my business doesn't look like your business internally. Everything is so organized. There's so much strategy and there's just so much detail, attention to the detail and his function of success, because he's obviously done it for a long period of time and has made, as Brian Fullerton would say, a gob of a gob of money and uh, live below his means and he's, he's well off. But that that functional lifestyle, that functional business that he has done for years, it exposed my dysfunction. And so by looking at someone whose business was actually done right, it helped me realize that I needed to make major changes in my business. And that's where I got into this idea of addition by subtraction, meaning there was customers that I needed to subtract, omit, move on from. You can say it however you want to say it, but they had to go. And there was also services that I was offering that really needed to go at least temporarily because I'm sitting here trying to offer every service under the sun and a lot of them I weren't I wasn't doing profitably and so I'm going to share the story of how I actually let some of my customers go how I adjusted the services that I offered and those changes that I actually made by deleting things and how actually when I did that my business exploded that's where the addition comes in I made subtractions and literally grew in profit in revenue in peace in my heart and in stability in my company. So I'm going to share the nitty gritty details coming right up. This industry's largest peer-to-peer lead training event is just around the corner. And if you guys are ready to bump it up a notch and lay the foundation for an incredibly successful 2021, then Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020 is an absolute must-attend event. Entrepreneur Academy Live. The fun takes place November 7th in Novi, Michigan at the Suburban Collection Showplace. This year, we have six amazing speakers, including Nick Carlson, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Corey Ballard, Jeff Joyner, Keith Cal. And Stanley Genetic. This all day long exclusive conference focuses on safety training, sales training, and features live panels and demos as well. You definitely don't want to miss out. Refocus, regroup, and re engage with us this fall at Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020. We're so excited to host you guys in Novi, Michigan and help propel your business to the next level. Hotels and event registration information can all be found at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com and in today's show notes. And follow along as the excitement builds with the Instagram hashtag LAL2020. See you November 7th.
Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents a lesson in power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo Backpack Blower, 234 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. Most small business owners are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, most business owners go home and their bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands their time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, untouched. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind needed to serve your customers well. Because you are a busy business owner, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new prospective clients or skipping parties you would have loved to attend, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Good job on that uh, music there, Marty. Golf Coast Bookkeeping, play a little beach music. I, I guess that's what you're going for with that one. Oh, I love the Florida. I guess if you heard Marty on uh, Brian Fullerton's um, podcast, he shared a story of how he had a beach trip planned with Martha that got canceled because uh, Marty put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> that's something you should have never said, man. Oh, that was a funny. You have to listen to Fullerton Unfiltered to know the inside joke. For those of you who know what I'm talking about. Marty, 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 come on. But uh, yeah, if you guys are looking to uh, get your books in order, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping is who I personally use. Highly, highly, highly recommend Megan and Joey. They'll definitely get your things in order and, and give you a little butt kicking to uh, make sure you are profitable as possible. I mean, they're very po professional and polite, but when Joey says or Megan says, hey, you know, this could be a potential problem right here, it uh, really makes you, you know, acknowledge what's really going on in our businesses and uh, definitely helps to have everything tidy in order, especially for taxes. And so we can accurately analyze what's going on in our business. So that brings me to my point of addition by subtraction. One of the craziest things that is just humbling and embarrassing uh, to admit is I did not know what I was making per man hour in my business. Now I had the data collected of what time I would clock into a property, what time I would clock out, what the total man hour was, but I never actually took the time to run the mathematical equation of what I was charging the customer because I was charging my customers a monthly rate. So I didn't, the mathematical equation isn't that difficult, but I could have taken my monthly rate, divided that by how many times were there a year, which for most of my accounts, especially back then was 52 times a year, and then ran the math of if I, you know, what is my actual man hours average on that property for the year and just run through the equation that I now have. And I'm going to do a whole nother show uh, explaining that mathematical equation so you can know exactly what you're making per man per hour. But I didn't know that number. And so my mentor 
we sat down and he, you know, broke down. We actually ran the through the mathematical equation, broke down. What am I actually making per man per hour? And it was in the $20 range guys. Okay. It was like $29 or $33 per man per hour. And at that time, the industry, you know, kind of basement minimum floor in Atlanta market was $50 per man per hour, meaning that's what the market was paying. Now, obviously you want to shoot for higher than that. If you can get it, go for it. But that's kind of what's, if a homeowner calls a regular reputable company, that's what they can expect to be charged. And here I am so dysfunctional and unorganized that I didn't even realize that I was about half off. And that's why my mentor asked me, for those of you listening to my podcast, you know, he asked me a question. He said, Paul, he put the glasses on the end of his nose and he said, how are you even paying your bills? Because he realized I was, my prices needed basically doubled. And so when I say addition by subtraction, what necess- what needed to happen in my um, business is I needed to go from making on some properties that was $27 per man hour, some it was $33. I mean, I had some that was at $40. I don't want to exaggerate, but for a lot of them, it was high 20s, low 30s, which is not good. And so the question was, how do I get all of these up above the $50 per man per hour rate? And the solution, I mean, there's only two ways. One is to increase efficiency. And I was, there was room for improvement by getting a larger size mower, by hustling harder, you know, by just really working hard um, with the equipment upgrades and just the diligence of you know, being a hard worker, uh, but that's not going to get me from $29 per man hour to $50. It, it'll be a boost and an increase. And I had to make those changes and I did, but I also had to raise my prices. And so this is where I hacked, I actually had to subtract customers because I realized it's just going to be impossible for some of these people that are used to paying such a small amount to have to double their price. I mean, it can be done, I guess. I know Jason took my rate increase letter and he went from a $35 lawn and he didn't double it to 70, but he went all the way up to 50, which is a huge hike. And the lady, you know, he successfully pulled that off. And I was unsuccessful in my attempts uh, with some of my customers. So I had to make this giant leap. And so I sent out my rate increase letter and I let them know, hey, here's your new price. And I literally started losing customers. Okay. This was the one time the rate increase letter didn't work for me because the gap was so wide that it was just like, people were like shocked. Like what? You want me to go from $300 to $400? That's, you know, that's a 25% hike. And that still didn't get me to where I need to go with increasing my rates by 25%. I was still below my mark. And I had to make up for the difference with the hustle and the equipment. However, what happened was I started losing customers. And guess what happened, friends? That opened up my schedule to get new jobs. And when I got new jobs, I quoted them at the proper price. And so just by cutting the fat, if you will, getting rid of those customers that I completely screwed up on in my you know rookie season, underbidding these jobs because I didn't know what I was doing. For example, this one guy I did, uh, it was I think $15,000 saw job for him. 
which ended up being not profitable. Another story for another day. But he tells me, he's like, hey, now whoever I hire to do my sod, I need them to also do the maintenance, ongoing maintenance afterwards, just so they can be responsible to keep an eye on everything. I was like, sure, sure, sure. So I tell him I'll do it for $45, all right? And that was hard for me because at the time, my uh, my largest account was a $45 per week amount. And I was just thinking, man, I don't know if he's going to accept it. Like it just seemed like this is my second $45 cut. And I just went for it. Okay. And, um, he said, yeah, 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 we can do that. Well, little did I know. And I went to find out later that the company that was doing his yard before me, they were charging him $60 per maintenance. Okay. So I could have easily gotten 60, probably 65, 70, 75. And here I am coming in at $45. And uh, he, long story short, he was one of the customers that ended up, you know, I had to go because I had to charge him not like a lot more than that to, to get going. So anyway, I started losing all these customers. And at the time, honestly, I, Marty, I was like all sad about it. I was, you know, disappointed. It, no one likes to be rejected. No one likes to get, you know, the text like we're Paul, we're moving another direction. Okay. Those are like, they're just emotionally when you get an email or a text or a voicemail. Hey, Paul, thank you so much for your services. You did a great job. Uh, but uh, Hey, I talked to my spouse and we're moving another direction, right? That was like day in and day out for me in that season. But guess what happened? My schedule which was already maxed out just between maintenances and and landscape enhancements. Now there was some margin. There were some openings and I started filling them with new jobs. I remember I went up to, okay, to this one house, 6,000 square feet uh, yard. And it's good when you give a quote to actually measure their square feet and include that in their uh, quote. It just, it just adds professionalism to it. This is a little nugget. You guys listen right now. Hit rewind if you need to. When you go to give a quote, Get the exact square foot measurement. Your your property is 3,442 square feet for the turf area, or it's 4,552 square feet. And that that way, and include that on a quote. The quote, the when the customer gets that, they're like, oh, dude, this guy is on top of his, you know. It just builds your credibility that you took the time to measure their square feet and it shows them that there's some rhyme and reason to your pricing because it's like, wait a minute, he's got an odd number. For example, you know, I don't always do even numbers, but sometimes I'll charge $92 or $94. So in their mind, they're like, oh, well, he has the exact square footage measured and he has this weird price, you know, $73. So obviously they have a mathematical equation. It just makes you look credible. And that's just a little tip. That one's for free, Marty. Marty said it's all for free, Paul. And, and, and we're proud to make a great history podcast available for free. Dynamite drop in, Marty. Marty's going to be quarterback in the show, guys. He's going to be over on this side of the takeout window in the studio. We actually have one microphone in here right now. We're actually going to build, hopefully, a new studio one day. They'll have like four microphone stations. But for now, we got one mic in our main studio. And Marty's going to be in here when I'm on tour. So you'll get more of his jokes in the days ahead. Back to the point of addition by subtraction. As I was on a quest to only do properties that were making me $50 per man per hour. I had to get rid of a lot of customers that opened up the room for new customers. And I remember going to this customer's house. His name is John. Okay. He's got a little bit of a slope. He's got a backyard tight, you know, tight little gate. You got to get into the backyard on the top of the hill. So there's some nuances to this property, 6,000 square feet. And I I'm running all the calculations. What do I got to charge to make sure I'm hitting $50 per man per hour? And I'm like, it's going to be $90. 
This was my first time with my new numbers. I'm like, $90? Literally two weeks ago, I would have charged them 50 bucks, okay? But this is after I had my meeting with my mentor and I realized my numbers and my man per hour. And so I remember writing him the email and I was like, it'll be $90 per service. And he had contacted me in the winter. So some time had gone by and he never wrote me back. So I literally just forgot about it and thought he was probably laughing like $90, whatever. And uh, so he writes back and he's like, hey, Paul, I looked at some of the other properties you do in the neighborhood, exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, beautiful work, attention to detail. Uh, your price is a lot higher than I anticipated. Our previous guy was actually doing it for $45. However, I understand that we got to pay for what, you know, to get the quality of work that your guys are um, doing. And he's like, let's give it a shot. And so I was like, okay. And I remember starting his yard, $90. Guys, I literally would have charged him $50, maybe $45. And that's what the other joker was charging before me that didn't do a good job and got himself fired. And so now I'm walking into this new era of addition, profitability, increased money, revenue and profit because I made those subtractions. I got rid of those ankle biters. I got rid of those people that were just holding me back, basically making $20 per man hour. And now I'm north of $50 per man hour. And I did really good on his yard. And guess what I did after that first year, sent him the rate increase letter. I'm doing $90. I raised his rate to $95. Didn't even blink. Keep up the good work, Paul. Pleasure to work, you know, pleasure uh, working with you. And I raised his rate. And so I'm telling you guys, it changes your psyche. It changes the, the weight of the world that was on my shoulders, begin to lift my confidence through the roof. And I just, it, it, it changed my life when I got rid of all those customers that I was not making enough money on. And I've told you guys before, if you've been listening for a while, there were some people that did say yes up to my 25% uh, price increase, which I don't recommend. I was just in such a desperate situation that I had no other choice to raise my rates by that much. Uh, cause people ask me all the time, Paul, I got your rate increase letter. How much should I actually bump it up? And I said, well, it depends. What are you making per man hour now? What do you need to get to? What's the market paying? I mean, there's so many variables that go into it, but 25% is not the um, rule of thumb. That's not where you start. Okay. You want to start maybe 5% if you're really feeling it 10%. Um, but I want to go past that. Cause if, if you incrementally bump it up too much, you might lose some, uh, where that's, you know, you just want to get a successful rate where uh, as many as your customers as possible will go with the new rates. But I just say that to preface for the first time guy listening, I had to raise my rates cause they were just so low. In that process, there was some people that said, that, yes, Paul, you were doing us for $300 a month. We'll pay you $400 a month because you're doing a good job. And there was some people that told me to, you know, take a hike, get lost. Well, they were professional about it, but I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're moving in another direction is what they would tell me. So let's move into another direction other than subtracting my customers and actually adding profit to my business with new customers at the right rates. Uh, there's also the situation where I had to subtract my services. Okay. I was out there trying to install um, low voltage lighting, which I was decent at, 
but it wasn't my wheelhouse. I was out there trying to do irrigation uh, work that was a little bit outside of my scope. I mean, I'm spending all day long digging holes, fixing, finding the crack in the pipe, going to Home Depot, getting a pipe. I got the wrong attachment or, you know, it's just, I saw Naylor do that the other week and I made a joke on his YouTube video. I was like, Rick's plumbing or Rick's irrigation. But reality is I've done that so many times where I went to Lowe's or Home Depot, come back, got the wrong part. And so here I am not equipped in education or the actual equipment for irrigation and lighting, but I was trying to do it because a lot of times my customers would say, oh, Paul, can you do this or can you do that? Now, we still do if, you know, the sprinkler head has a crack in it, we have a a duffel bag and we got the different rotors and all the different sprinkler heads in there just in bulk because that's just very, very common that a sprinkler head will get a crack in it or you bump, it didn't go down all the way and you run over with the mower. I ain't driving the Home Depot to buy a $10, you know, sprinkler head. I got a uh, irrigation little red shovel with the pointy thing. You just dig a quick hole real quick screw off the irrigation head, put the new one on, bam, it's fixed. You know, I charge a customer 45 bucks for that. I think it cost me like 10 bucks. I'll do light irrigation work like that, but I ain't digging a giant hole through the middle of the yard with a trencher that I got to go rent at Home Depot because I don't even own a trencher. No, 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 That had to stop the, the, the big, bigger irrigation work. So I cut out things, guys. I cut out doing fertilizers. I've talked before. Jason Creel called me the other day. He's like, I was listening to your podcast, man. You're throwing shade at me. I was like, oh, I didn't know you listened. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's such a good guy, man. We're, he's actually got some really cool things coming up here around the corner. So we got to get him back on the show and, and hear some exciting things going on there in Alabama. But as I begin to get rid of the services that I wasn't outfitted, for. And let me just say this for the first time listener who's getting mad right now, your, your, your veins popping. You can make tremendous profit doing lighting and irrigation and fertilizer. Don't send Marty an email. Okay. I'll say it again. You can make a lot of profit. There's good profit margins in fertilizer game, in the lighting game, in the irrigation game. But guys, it wasn't profitable for me because I'm sitting here uh, not educated in it, not fully. Well, actually, I was kind of educated in fertilizer. I, I'll backtrack on that. But I, I just didn't have the setup for it. I didn't have the supplies. I didn't have the heart to even want to do it. I, like when the customer would be like, oh, can you fix our irrigation? It wasn't like a buoyancy inside of me like it is to stripe the lawn or put in new sod where I actually enjoy doing that work. I hate digging holes and finding a crack in a pipe. And so same with fertilizer. I hate the way it smells and lighting. Oh my gosh, that gets on my last nerves. It's, you think the light's about to come on and it doesn't. You're like, why in the world? So anyway, <laughs> that's another element to it is not only did I not have the setup and for the outfit of it, I just don't like doing. I don't like fixing lighting. I don't like fixing irrigation. I don't like smelling fertilizer. So that's kind of a funny way of figuring out what services I want to offer and not offer, but it's the truth. And so I cut all those out, subcontract all those out to quality guys, and it began to help me find my wheelhouse. It began to help me find my lane of what do I actually do well. I do sod installations well. Now I know how to price them well. And so again, 
addition by subtraction. I subtract some services and then I begin to excel in the other services that I offer because I was doing them more frequently and with more focus and I was able to crush those profit margins. So I'm going to leave it at here for today. I could go on and on and on and on, but what I wanted to do in sharing my story was to provoke something in you to look into your business now. What could you subtract that's actually going to help you propel further? What can you delete in your business? Is there customers that you need to let go? Is there employees or subcontractors that you need to let go? Are there services? Are you trying to be the jack of all trades and the master of none? Are there some services that maybe it's time to say, you know what? We do uh, for example, my buddy down in San Antonio, Texas, Roger, this dude is crushing it with sod. He, he, he keeps texting me. Uh, he'll he'll um, cover his thumb over the person's address and, and, and routing number and account number, but he keeps sending me pictures of checks that you know are a lot of money. He's like, yeah, I just made this today on this side job. And next time, hey, look at this. He's showing off his checks, not you know putting his customer's information on the internet, but he's showing me how much money he's making. He's making a gob of a gob down there in San Antonio, Texas. All right. And it's because he's in his lane. He knows what he makes money on, saw it. And he just keeps doing side job after side job at these gigantic profit margins. And he's, he's crushing it. So sometimes friends, we need to add by subtracting and you need to analyze your own business what can go? What is distracting you from what's really making you the most money and what's bringing you the most joy? Don't be doing work. If, if there's something that irritates you or you're about to go do something you're like, oh, I got to go do that. And, and that's your motivation. Then that's probably not something you should be doing in your business. I have only 24 hours in a day. Marty, how many hours do you have in a day? 24. Okay. We only have 24 hours in a day. Why in the world would we waste time doing something that irritates us or aggravates us? That, or that we don't like doing. And so I finally got to the point where I'm like, forget it. I'm going to work on what I enjoy doing. I'm going to charge a price so that I'm profitable doing it. And when you combine that you're making money doing something you love, life's fun. It's satisfying and it's enjoyable. Amen, amen, and amen. Marty on the other side, take out window, fist pump it for me. That, <laughs> thank you, Marty. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening to today. I hope this helps somebody. And I by no means graduate from this. I'm constantly reevaluating my business. Is there anything I need to subtract? Is there anything I need to get rid of? Because I want my heart to be at peace and prosperous. And I want to be doing what I love to be doing and making a gob of a gob <laughs> doing it. Amen. Hey, thanks to the Hardscape Academy, the Entrepreneur Academy, Echo and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping for sponsoring today's episode. If you're in the same place I was where you're like, I need to raise my rates, I got a solution for you and it's my rate increase letter. And if you're already crushing it and you're making a gob of a gob, but you want to stay ahead of inflation, I got something for you. And that's my rate increase letter. So we're going to hear Jason's testimony of how it really helped him in his business. And you can pick up the rate increase letter by clicking on the link in today's show notes. It's super simple. It's very professional and it gets the job done. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you'll tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 to, uh, per cut and it 
was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony. And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there, get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was fantastic uh, decision for my business. 